What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Sanaya. Hi, Mr. Eric. My name is Sanaya. I'm 12 years old, and me and my sister listen to What If World every night. And our What If question is, what if Fred the dog fell in love? Now that pairs beautifully with a question from a patron named Addison, who asked what if Fred met a beautiful husky and fell in love? Then we have another pair of questions that really tied in together too. The first is from a patron named Keelan, who asked what if skunk spray smelled good? And the second is from a review question, and our reviewer asked to add a skunk named Princess Stinky Bottom to a story. So let's find out what if Fred the dog fell in love. And what if there was a skunk named Princess Stinky Bottom? It was a warm, sunny day in What If World, and Fred the dog was hunting through a meadow for the perfect stick. He'd been searching all morning, but all he'd managed to find were a few delicious old dirty roots. Well, yeah, Mr. Alec, you made me search in a meadow. Why am I not in the forest? Well, because here in this meadow sits a beautiful gray and white husky atop a hill. Beautiful. (laughs) We all know I'm the most beautiful dog in the world because I got the extra long tongue and I'm very old and I'm missing several teeth that only adds to my character. And oh my goodness, look at her. Fred started jogging up the hill, tripping over his tongue quite literally along the way. I'm my name Fred the dog. I just coming to say hello, see if you've seen any sticks in this meadow. I am not looking for sticks. I am looking for calm. Oh, I'm sorry. Calm is more of a concept than an actual physical thing like a stick, so I'm not sure I can help you find that. But I don't know if I introduced myself yet. I'm Fred the dog. I'm kind of a big deal around here. I know who you are. Her husky eyes were a striking crystal blue, and her muzzle had the coarse gray fur of an older dog. She sat upright on the hill, turned slightly away from Fred, and closed her eyes against the warm sun. Oh yeah, sure, no, I see you're busy, so you you don't have to find me a stick. I'll go look for some calm for you, then. Hey, what's your name, by the way? My name is Sonny, pronoun she, her. And I do not need your help, but I hope you have a nice day, Fred the dog. Goodbye. Oh, okay, goodbye. See you later. Uh, Or not. But Sonny the husky didn't seem to hear him at all. Fred slinked away from Sonny's hilltop and wandered for a while, all the way out of the meadow and beyond. Before long, he found himself sitting on the beach, staring at a crystal blue stone. Whoa, how'd I get here so fast? I'm sorry, are you talking to us? Asked Fairylise, 
She was enjoying a beach day with her partner Sprite Alright and their daughter Pixicato. Oh, hey, President Elise. Do you know how to find calm? Well, we were coming to the beach to look for some calm until you got here, said Sprite Alright, before teleporting herself into the water for a swim. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could do that. Yeah, totally. Me too, Verilis. Anyway, I met this person named Sunny. She had eyes that looked just like this stone. But she said she was looking for calm. But looking at this stone makes me feel calm. So maybe I should give it to her, like, in a dog collar? Well, Fred, some people believe that certain stones and crystals do have a magic all their own. It is not the opinion of What If World that crystals contain magical powers. Your results may vary. What was that? Sounded a lot like a disclaimer. Discs aren't lame. They're great for chewing on. No, a disclaimer, like a denial of responsibility. So I shouldn't give her the magic crystal? Well, you should follow your heart, I suppose. Okay, but maybe you could, like, make it into a dog collar for her? Then when she carries it around, she'll always be thinking of me. Suddenly, Pixicato got involved in the conversation. Excuse me, Fred, but it sounds like you just met this Sonny. I'm not sure you should be giving her jewelry. But listen, she's an old dog. I'm an old dog. It's perfect. Is that Fred still here? Yes. He wants me to make him a dog collar so he can go- Then just do it, Verilise. This is our first family trip in a month. And with a quick wave of Verilise's wand, and an even quicker teleportation by Sprite O'Reilly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, I'm back in the meadow. It's so cool to have magic friends. Don't you think, Sonny? But Sonny had walked a few hills away to sit beneath a shady tree with an open book in front of her occasionally turning the page with her nose. Oh, good fun, Sonny. That's an awesome tree. I bet there are a lot of sticks over there. I'll be right there. When Fred the dog breathlessly ran up her hill, Sonny only spared him a quick glance of her crystal blue eyes before turning back to her book. Anyway, I had this, I found this, um, Oh, this collar that I thought maybe you might like. I mean, fair least she did. You might like it. She's, you know, she's my friend. She's the president. And so is I. So I just teleported back here with help from Sprite, all right? She's got teleport power. It's pretty cool. So anyway, here it is. Sorry, I was holding it with my tongue. Sunny regarded the collar for a brief moment, then nosed her book closed, put it in her picnic basket, and stuck her head through the handle of the basket to carry it home. Oh, Sunny, so you forgot the collar. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe it's not your style, so, Fairlies, I don't know what she was thinking. <laughs> it is getting late, Fred. I am going home. Maybe someone else will appreciate that collar, but it is not for me. And Sunny the husky jogged away lightly as the sun began to set. What is up with her? said Fred, feeling disappointed. Until, of course... Whoa, a pretty big stick fell off of this tree. It's gonna take me all night to chew it. <laughs> I bet Sonny will be so impressed by my stick chewing skills. <laughs> After a long, restful night of sleep-chewing in the meadow, Fred woke up to an amazing new smell. Oh, what a good night of sleep that was. 
Oh, what is that? Fred followed his nose down the hill to find a train of skunks, with four muscle-bound skunks in the front standing on two legs and holding up a palanquin, within which sat... Tis I, Princess Stinky Bottom of Stinkland. She wore a jade tiara and a furry rainbow robe trimmed in black, and she smelled like nothing Fred had ever experienced before. Wow, Princess Stinky Bottom, your delightful smell makes me feel at one with the universe. I have been told my musk is enchanting, yes. But is it calming? I am always calm, except perhaps when I am set upon by former presidents. Oh, I'm sorry to take up your time. It's just I have a new friend. Well, she's not my friend yet, but I want her to be my friend. But she just wants calm, and I don't know how to give that to her. Not everyone wants gifts said Princess Stinky Bottom, polishing her jade tiara with a paw. Like me, for example, I am one of the wealthiest creatures in What If World, so I much prefer when people do nice things for me, rather than piling atop my already superfluously large pile of treasure. Your treasure's got super fleas? Yeah, I wouldn't want to pile on that either. Superfluous. Super fleas. There's in too much of a... Like run away? You know what, forget it. Well, maybe if you all could just take like a quick detour for me, we could make the meadow smell so nice. And in doing such a thoughtful thing for her, Zanny will finally like me. Oh, you are lucky that we skunks are among the most romantic creatures in the world. This statement has no basis in science. Do not seek out skunks for romantic advice. Whoa, what was that? Just a disclaimer, ignore it. And as the sun rose in this meadow, Fred saw Zanny the husky moving through a flowing exercise atop the same hill he'd first met her on. She was deeply focused as she moved paws and tail and head and neck, stretching and swaying in a kind of meditative dance. And as she did, Princess Stinky Bottom and her royal retinue slowly encircled the hill, spreading out into a heart shape with their bodies. Well, then that's not really encircling, is it? And more like enheartening. And once the skunks were finished enheartening the hilltop, They all at once raised their tails and... We are making a beautiful scent to help you find calm. You're welcome, Sunny. Sunny's eyes popped open as she stopped dead in her tracks. What is that? That is the smell of calm, right? No. Zani's crystal blue eyes teared up as she raced down the hill, gracelessly shaking her shaggy husky fur, trying to get the skunk scent off of her, before disappearing into the tall meadow grass. Wait wait a second, that's the best thing I ever stunked in my whole life. How could she not like it? Well, not everyone likes the same things. To a stink means interesting, intriguing, amazing... And to others, it just means stinky. Maybe she'd want something more along the lines of a flower. A flower? That's like the opposite of stinky. 
Good luck to you, friend the dog. You should visit Stinkland someday. I think you'll be very happy. Yeah, thank you, Princess Stinky Bottom. You've been very kind. And Fred wandered off again, lost in thought. <coughs> Fred had wandered his way into a field of strange-smelling flowers, where J.F. Cat and Cleocatra seemed to be involved in an argument. Back off, Cleocatra. I found it first. As if that gives you more claim. I am an empress. Former empress. That's better than a former president. Now you've done it. Fred, tell Cleocatra about Finder's Keepers. No, Fred. Tell J.F. Cat that this land was once part of the Egyptian Empire. It was? <laughs> Well, that's actually a much stronger claim. But I thought Wajip was on the other side of What If World. Ha! I win! I am going to get an atlas. What did you call me? It is a collection of maps. You're a collection of maps! Cleocatra and JF Cat suddenly lunged at each other. And without thinking, Fred... Wrapped them both up together in his tongue. No fighting, you two! I know you're angry. And I know you're cats. But it's when we're the angriest. That we need to take space for our feelings and make sure we don't hurt anyone. Why would I want to do that, Fred? I love everybody. It is true. Wriggling within your slimy tongue has reminded me that we are all connected. And that only through the labors of love can we achieve true happiness and justice for all. Oh, Cleocatra, I'm so sorry. I love you. No, it is I who am sorry, and who loves you. Okay, I love you both, but this is getting weird, so I'm gonna spit you out now. Well, that was weird. Indeed. It's like when I was in your tongue, I suddenly felt connected and loved, and only wished to give love in return. Ditto. Oh my gosh, my tongue has magic love powers. This is perfect. I don't know. I'd be careful how you use those powers, Fred. Oh no, it's not like that. You see, I just keep kind of bothering this person by accident, even though I want her to be my friend. So now all I have to do is hug her with my tongue, and then she'll like me. That is not how relationships work, Fred. Yeah, I only like cuddles on very rare occasions. The rest of the time, I prefer people to just tell me how great I am. Whereas I enjoy sharing activities with my friends, and do not need to talk so much as this one. Probably why we aren't friends. I do not need you to be- But you two just loved each other a minute ago. Just because I love my fellow cat doesn't mean I want to spend time with him. Oh, okay. It must be different with dogs. Because everybody loves me and wants to spend time with me. So I'm just gonna go give Sonya a big hug. Do not do that, Fred. Yeah, that's a really bad idea. I know, it is a rad idea, JF Cat. I agree, you know, so I can't hear so well anymore because I'm an old dog. JF Cat and Cleocatra tried to warn Fred, but he was already running back into the meadow. As the sun was starting to set again on another beautiful day, Fred found Sani, grooming her fur next to a little pond. Wow, you're really into grooming your fur and meditating and reading and other things that I'm not very interested in, but you seem to be really good at them. What are you doing, Fred? Saying nice things about you? Well, you can stop. 
You have been nothing but a challenge to my calm since the moment you stumbled your way into my meadow. Ownership of the meadow is still unknown. May have once belonged to the ancient Egyptian Empire. What was that? Is it this claymore, Sani? I know all about them because I'm really smart. Apparently not smart enough to take a hint. Please leave me alone. Okay. But how about a hug, maybe? And Fred began to stretch out his tongue. No. And as Fred started to unstretch his tongue, many wet clumps of strange-smelling flowers fell out of the folds of his tongue onto the hillside around them. (laughs) This Fred is enchanted catnip. Super catnip? How do you know that? I'm a horticulturalist. Oh, I must have scooped up those catnip flowers with my tongue. When I was trying to pick up JF Cat and Cleopatra, that must be why JF Cat and Cleopatra were fighting over it, and also why they liked being wrapped up in my tongue. I guess I don't have magic love powers. That is not how love works, Fred. I'm sorry. I just never felt this way before. I got all confused and mixed up. Perhaps there is a world in which we could be friends, if you enjoyed meditation. Uh, uh, no thanks. Horticulture. Does chewing dead sticks count? Or reading? I'm more of a nap dog than a read dog. Then you must accept that we are two dogs with our own lives and our own friends. We both have qualities that make us amazing, but that does not mean... But that doesn't mean we would be amazing together. Right. I'm sorry about bothering you. And getting me sprayed by dozens of skunks? Yeah, but I still don't get that you didn't like that. I accept your apology. You can make it up to me. Or maybe by getting my dragon buddy to dig out this meadow and lift it up into the sky so no one will ever bother you again. By leaving. Okay, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And Fred started to slink away as Sonny had finished cleaning her fur and finally pulled out a book again to enjoy some reading. Hey, Shani, you said we both have qualities that make us amazing? I did. Well, can you remind me of any of them? Because I don't feel so amazing right now. Goodbye, Fred. Maybe you should try meditating on it. And Fred wandered out of the meadow as the sun fell, his long tongue flapping in the breeze behind him. And out of that tongue fell a dog collar with a crystal blue stone set in the middle of it. Fred stared at that stone, lost in something other than thought. He saw in the stone's reflection his big round eyes, his craggy old face, his wrinkly pink tongue, and stars twinkling behind him. He'd spent so much of the last two days worried about how someone else felt about him that he hadn't taken the time to think about how he thought of himself. Hey, Reflection. I prefer to be called Fred Lection. Well, I'm sorry I ignored you a lot recently, Fred Lection. It's okay, Fred. But I had lots of fun wandering around with you. Me too. Me too. Thanks, Fred Lection. You always know just how I'm feeling. And you always know just how I'm looking. That's a mirror joke. <laughs> I get it. He buried the collar there and enjoyed a quiet walk with himself. Wait, you just gonna leave me here buried in the dirt? Said Fred's reflection, Fred Lection. I don't think that's how reflections work, Fred Lection. Oh yeah, 
Well, see you later. Not if I see you first. That was a mirror joke. I got it. Ha 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 ha. See you. Something. The end. Well, Sanaya, Keelan, Addison, and our reviewer, I hope you enjoyed your story. We also had one secret add-on question from a patron named Asha, who asked what if Fred the dog could wrap his tongue around two people so hard that it made them fall in love, such as JF Cat and Cleocatra. Thank you for that inspirational question, and thank all of you for listening and submitting your own questions. Remember, we're still gathering interview ideas and questions, so you can call or email with a grown-up's permission and tell us who and what if world you would like to hear from in an interview, and even what questions you might ask them. Folks at home, you can also support What If World by checking us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Lots of great stuff on our Patreon, and patrons at every level get a shout-out on the show and ad-free episodes, released a day early. Fred the Dog here to shout-out Ailey, age 7. Her birthday's in March, and she loves me and JF Cat, as well as her little sister Maeve, who's almost 5. They're sisters who live in New Zealand. Then there is Zoe, of course, who loves video games, especially Minecraft. And Nicholas's grandmother asked for me to give him a shout-out. Nicholas listens to our stories every night. He has a baby brother named Julian. And I wish them both many happy days of not getting stuck in things. Finally, there's Lyric from Newark, New Jersey, age 7. Lyric's favorite What If World character is me, JF Cat. Now you know she has perfect taste. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer Lynn Hickernell, who helped develop this story, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who take time to listen to yourself, both your thoughts and your feelings. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>